On this day, let's pray with the reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And he told them a parable. Can a blind person guide a blind person? Will not both fall into a pit? No disciple is superior to the teacher, but when fully trained, every disciple will be like his teacher. Why do you notice the splinter in your brother's eye, but do not perceive the wooden beam in your own? How can you say to your brother, Brother, let me remove that splinter in your eye, when you do not even notice the wooden beam in your own eye? You hypocrite! Remove the wooden beam from your eye first, then you will see clearly to remove the splinter in your brother's eye. The Gospel of the Lord. Only those who are able to leave everything for Jesus sooner or later become true disciples, because they will be able to face all that discipleship implies. Now, the difficult thing is to understand and to bring to life this living everything, or, as Jesus said on Sunday, renounce all that he has. It's not only about material goods, that's not the question. In fact, I would tell you that if it were only about that, it would even be much easier. Jesus refers fundamentally to the affections, and demands from us total and conditional love of predilection. That's why those who aren't capable of loving him more than everything they possess on earth cannot be disciples of Jesus. Those who forget this deep down without realizing it are fools, like those who build without calculating or those who go to war without a strategy. Today, I'm going to fill this audio with questions so that we can answer at least some of them in the course of the day, or maybe of our lives, because this doesn't end here. There might be too many questions, and you probably won't be able to answer them all. Choose the one you like the most, or the one that you need the most, and don't bite off more than you can chew. Every day, the Church nourishes us with the bread of the Word, but it's not every day that we can eat everything up, sometimes because we are not hungry, and that should worry us, other times because we get distracted and prefer to eat something else, and still others because we don't like it and we pass by. Also, there are times when it just feels like it's too much and we cannot deal with everything, and we are at risk of ending up with nothing. So, when listening to the Word of God, it's always a good idea to follow the advice and spiritual principles of St. Ignatius of Loyola and of so many spiritual masters of spirituality. St. Ignatius puts it like this, What fills and satisfies the soul consists not in knowing much, but in profoundly understanding their realities and in savoring them interiorly meaning that it's better to glean a serious understanding of what we do grasp 
rather than biting around here and there. This is better, picking less and more flavorful things rather than expecting to understand everything and ending up falling short. How often does it happen to us that we finish listening and nothing sinks in? Please, let's not be forgetful listeners. Please, wherever you are and however you are, make the most out of God's word. Many people need us. Many hearts hungering for God want to feel and experience Him. Let's try today to send the word of God to someone else, to that person we think won't like it, that we think don't need it, that we don't dare send it to. Try even tell them that you sent it accidentally on purpose, and surely the Holy Spirit will surprise you by touching their heart. Let's imagine what if the thousands of us who enjoy the Word of God made an effort today to send the audio to one more person. Can you imagine? Let's go back to feeling and tasting. It's necessary to experience and savor the things of God. It helps us not forget them. The same happens with food. When we chew a lot, we taste it better, we digest it better, and it truly nourishes us. Now, when we chew just a couple of times, we swallow fast, we don't digest well, and that food doesn't nourish us in the best possible way. Let's go to today's glimpse of the Gospel and the questions for us to ponder and meditate. Why do we sometimes think we can take God's rightful place and believe we have the right to judge others? Why do we judge when in fact our true master hasn't judged us yet? We forget that Jesus asks us to be merciful as our Father is merciful. He sends rain on the just and the unjust. We forget that Jesus didn't come into the world to judge it, but to save it, and he himself says so in his own words, that those who condemn themselves condemn themselves by themselves, that Jesus doesn't want to condemn anyone. He only wants to save. The one who wants to be condemned is actually condemned. How can we possibly be looking at the defects or sins of others and fail to realize all our sins and defects? Isn't it that we still have much more to know about ourselves? Do you still think that you know yourself completely? Isn't it that sometimes we are a little blind and want to guide others while we are blind? Isn't it that we are still unaware of all that Jesus has forgiven us and all the patience that He has for us day after day? We are forgetful. Could it be that our spiritual blindness doesn't allow us to see and because we don't see well, we don't judge well? Wouldn't it be more effective and edifying to dedicate ourselves to removing so many beams from our eyes that don't allow us to see? How can we expect to correct others when we still cannot correct ourselves? Well, may some of Jesus' words today, may some of these questions 
help us to taste and savor the things of God internally. May we meditate on this today, while we do what we have to do, or may we take time to face this day in the best possible way. May we have a good day, and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.